What's going on, people? It's your boy Kalechi back with another episode of the Rambling Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? I hope y'all are staying safe. I hope y'all are washing your hands because we know COVID-19 is still a thing. I hope y'all are still staying away from people because, hey, we got to protect everybody from ourselves sometimes. And I hope you're doing everything you know you ought to do to make sure that you're staying safe and healthy during these times. But welcome back to the show. I got a special, special guest for you guys on this one. I told y'all we're going to be trying to do some interviews on this thing so we can learn from other people. Because hearing my voice alone, as much as it's a beautiful, beautiful voice to listen to, I know it's good every once in a while to hear somebody else. So... I decided it's time for us to get some mind, someone different, someone special, someone interesting so we can talk to on the podcast. And this episode is going to be a little bit different from the usual things we talk about. On this podcast, we talk about all things from personal finance to invest in. But sometimes with that brings on other topics like anxiety, like fear, like depression, like those kind of things that comes with when people start thinking about money because a lot of us are scared about money. And so I decided to bring on a guest that specializes with helping people through anxiety and specializes with mental health and those kind of things to help us during these periods where you may be starting off this year and you're thinking to yourself, how am I going to be able to handle my finances this year? I don't know where to start. I mean, 2020 was a heck of a year and some of us may not just know where to get started. But in this podcast, we're going to talk about that a little bit. And I'm going to introduce our guest. Our guest is Sherrianna Boyle. She is a writer of four different books. One of her most recent books is called Emotional Detox, where she shows you how to use your emotion to be ensured that you can take control of yourself. And I wanted to bring her on the show to help us and guide us through some practices and some things that we can use to take control of our emotions and also take control of our anxiety when it comes to money. And I'm going to allow her to introduce herself on the podcast. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Sherrianna, and I've actually written nine books, but oh, that's, I'm sorry. I don't know, but that's okay. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I saw it's, it's like, it's like children, you know, you can't leave one out, you know, and that wouldn't be fair to the other children. So, um, so yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm excited to be here. And money's definitely a tr- triggering topic, you know, and that's really what I do as an emotional detox coach is, um, people either come to me or run from me (laughs) because these things can trigger us. Money's a big thing. It creates a lot of conflict, you know, ruins a lot of relationships, quite honestly, It, it can ruin families when people are so stressed about money, they can really become overextended and there can be conflict and then the children feel that and so yeah i think it's great that you're willing to open up this conversation to other people because it it is such a big thing to tackle but um talking about it will help for sure yeah definitely i know for me in the past that's like especially in our world it feels like a lot of stuff gets hidden and a lot of stuff we feel like we have to keep to chest and we don't want to put it out there. And so we deal with a lot of things on our own when there are probably better solutions for us 
out there if we just kind of open up a little bit and open ourselves up to learning about different strategies and different things. And so that's why I wanted you on the show to be able to teach us some of the strategies that we can use to be able to take control of our emotions and take control of whenever we feel that feeling of anxiety. And I'll just start it off there. What's what's something, I mean, just a common theme that you see with, and I'll say for me with like, when it comes to anxiety, I don't know if it's a different representation from person to person. For me personally, if I'm anxious about something, I go to sleep. Like sleep, it just I just get tired and I go to sleep. But is that something that is consistent with every single person? So people can kind of start taking notice of it because it's easy for us to say like, oh, people get anxious about money, but some people may not even recognize that they're being anxious about that thing. Yeah, you're so right. And and what you're really describing and what I describe in Emotional Detox, and I have a book, Emotional Detox for Anxiety. So there's a book specifically for that, is everybody reacts differently to their emotions. And the way that I define anxiety, I don't define it in the conventional way, is an emotion attempting to be processed, but can't because we won't let it. And it's amazing to me, the things that are in place, like that we do to block it out. I mean, sleeping can be wonderful and restorative, but it can also be a way that we shut out our, what we feel, you know, I don't want to feel it. I'm going to bed. (laughs) Right. And then there's some people who might get really worked up when they're stressed. I mean, so there's stress just to be clear. Everybody has stress. Okay. I don't care how much money you have or don't have. We all have stress and that's not going to change. It's part of life. It's part of being on the planet. Even animals and plants have stress. Okay. So we have to know that, um, that we're not trying to get rid of stress. Anxiety is a little different. It, it can occur with, for no reason at all. You could have a warm meal. You got a bed to sleep in. You know, everything's going well, but here you are sitting and you're just ruminating. You're just thinking, 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 spinning your wheels, worrying, what if this, what if that? And before you know it, you can just get either paralyzed, meaning you get kind of stuck, like I don't want to do anything, or you get drained from that because people do. I mean, thinking takes a lot of energy. And all of a sudden you get someone, they're like, oh, they're so lazy, they don't do anything, you know? And then of course that causes a lot of, you know, brings up a lot of hurt and wounds and all of that, which doesn't exactly help anybody make money and so there's just so many i find you know you could go offshoot in so many areas but what i say is start with your emotions and begin to process them around whatever's showing up and then notice how things start to change for you um but it is it's a practice and the first step is you just have to be aware that you're actually you this could be because you're not allowing yourself to feel something your right your behavior your attitude your you know what you're saying to yourself what you're saying to someone else it could all be probably is all the way that you're trying to keep keep away cope manage something that you feel and something that you have probably felt for a really long time but you didn't know how to process it and a lot of these things do occur when we're children before our brains are even fully developed 
and we just, we, we take in and we think, okay, maybe if I'm quiet, things will get better. Maybe if I, you know, go away, things will get better. And who knows what, what happens. But the point being, I know it looks like it's your bank account's fault, like, or it's the fact that you're only getting paid minimum wage or whatever it is. And we want to say, that's the reason I'm not in a more successful place. And that it's not, that's not it. It's about, you know, this, this paycheck is a reflection of what is happening inside of you. And if you look at your paycheck and you're like, I don't make a lot of money, um, then there's something in you that, that vibrates at that level. Right. So you have to go to the emotions or something in you. And when I have this paycheck in my hand or I, or I don't have enough left over to save or do the things that I want to do, what does that feel like for you? And how do you cope with that on a day-to-day basis? And that's what emotional detox is all about. It's about recognizing and then cleansing. Okay. I've got a lot of emotion here and it's probably, you know, really a lot of sadness is really what I'm seeing come up in the world today. People are buried sadness, but I'd rather have it come up. I mean, wouldn't you um, rather see something than be blindsided by it? You know, I'd rather, I'd rather just, okay, it's here. I'm going to process it rather than just be slammed in the face with some horrible thing. And now you're like, shit, I got to deal with this, you know? (laughs) So, um, that's a little bit of my take on this. Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree with you on, especially when you said, uh, when it comes to the mindset type of thing, when it comes to our money, sometimes it feels like, man, it's all these other issues out there, but really it comes down to like us ourselves we like to talk on the podcast about just your mindset when it comes to handling money and handling finances if you feel like there's not enough or there's never enough you never have enough you never be able to find enough and so one of the questions i have is just how do we adjust ourselves not just with our mindset part but then even after we recognize like okay i need to deal with my emotions i need to get to a healthier point how do we start going from the point of I'm here right now to, I want to start walking better. Cause we know it's not going to be something that happens one time. We do it one time and then boom. But how do we gradually take ourselves to get from step to step, from strength to strength as we progress? Well, I think the, f- the fact that you're listening to this podcast, you've already taken the first step, right? And so you have to know that you're, you're, you're already done that. Yeah. And, um, and what's that like for you? I would ask, you know, how's it feel to take that first step? And, and it might be a little scared. You might be feeling a little nervous. You might, you might, um, again, all sorts of emotion can come up there. And the book, I wrote a, a system in there and it's called, it's in the acronym of cleanse. Yeah. And it's basically seven steps, mindful steps of an emotional detox. And I didn't know how to feel my feelings. I mean, I don't think any of us were really taught that. I know some people are, some children are being, you know, you're a lot younger than I am. So maybe you've been exposed to more mindfulness stuff than I wasn't exposed to anything. But the thing with an emotional detox that's a little different is, is yes, I'm teaching you mindful tools, but I'm also making you aware of 
how do I bury, right? You have to kind of recognize that. How do I, what am I doing to keep my feelings away? You know, I'll tell you a story related to money. Um, I, you know, I've always worked more than one job my whole life since I was 12 years old. I've always had more than one job, right? And so I always was, and I'm a saver, you know, I can save money and I, I was saving in another bank account for quite a while. And, and quite honestly, um, so when you read it, if you read emotional detox, you'll know that my story's in there. One of the reasons I was saving money was because I, I had a, let's call it a subconscious fear. It wasn't out in the open. I was worried my marriage was going to fail. And there was a part of me that felt like I got to make sure I'm okay. Now, can you imagine saving money in that mindset? Really? I mean, how many, you know, and I saved a lot of money. I'm going to tell you, I saved a lot of money. I worked all these jobs. I stuck it away. And I remember, never forget when the bank statement came home and my husband's like, where did this money come from? (laughs) And my kids were like, what? And I'm literally, I can remember it to this day because we were in a pool and we were swimming and my mom was there and somehow it gets, and somehow it came out and I was like, oh, I've just been kind of stocking some money, (laughs) right? Now, fast forward when I write emotional detox, I'm writing that book. I'm researching emotions. Now, mind you, that's my seventh book, right? Yeah. And I've written lots of books on anxiety before that. During that book, I'm writing and all of a sudden my marriage starts falling apart. All falls apart and it just snowballs, snowballs, like finances, all that money I saved had to be used for other things everything. And I was like, Oh, that took me like 10 years. You know, I was like 10 years of my, and, and so I will tell you, I have it all back. Okay. But it's different this time. Yeah. It doesn't come from that place. I'm not hiding and I have a beautiful marriage and I'm married to the same man. Imagine that. Um, so it's written in emotional detox and he's doing better. We had to feel what was coming up. We, We both had a lot of emotions that we were burying. And that was one of the ways that I was trying to control my emotions was to just hide and prepare because, and if you keep preparing, like the, everything's going to fall apart, it will fall apart. Yeah, <laughs> It will. So, you know, I don't prepare to fall apart anymore. I prepare for, for a life of, of fulfillment and, and growth and expansion and love. And, and you gotta come from that place, but it won't happen if you're burying your emotions. That's good. That's good. It's something that my pastor always says. He says, emotions are a great place to tell, are great to let you know where you currently are. And it's good to like, if, if you embrace your emotions and it tells you like, okay, this is where I am right now. And then you can start processing and start dealing with what's actually going on on the baseline level instead of trying to suppress it 
and then eventually you can't suppress it long enough eventually your body your mind needs that release and it's going to come out in the worst way possible like you said earlier it's just going to be in a way that you don't even have control over it anymore it's just going to explode it sometimes may just be to you or it may be to somebody else and that's not what we want to happen in any of our lives we don't want that degree of oh my god think what just happened i don't know what is going on anymore and I, thank you so much for sharing your story with us i really appreciate it i know that a lot of us just took that story i know for me i just took that story like oh dang that's a lot to be learned from that from that experience for sure yeah i mean it's it's sometimes easier to communicate it through a story and yeah. and the thing is you know you mentioned your pastor and I really don't think that if you're not feeling, you're really not connected to your higher power or your creator because it is a life force energy. I mean, your emotions are the the link between the physical and the non-physical. Yeah. You know, to to what you can see and when you can't what you can't see. And that's what's so beautiful about them is they they're a part of your physical anatomy, but they're also a part of your spiritual anatomy. Yeah and and so they're incredible and so once you shift your mindset that i gotta control this you know it's like it, it you're translating that to yourself oh, i have to control myself because i could why would you do that why would you control something that connects you to your creator you have to feel it yeah. and i think because we we have associated feeling with bringing up every darn thing that's happened to us yeah. in our lives and you don't have to do that yeah. and that's the thing and usually people start sending me roses at this point <laughs> <laughs> because you know are blowing me kisses because they're like really I don't have to talk about it no you don't you don't because in <laughs> fact um, I will I recommend that you're very caught you're very mindful about that because you can re-traumatize yourself and so it makes sense that you might have been withholding or bottling things up makes perfect sense because there's a part of us that knows if I let that out I'm gonna I'm gonna experience that hurt all over again and I don't know if I'm strong enough to do that and I had that belief too I didn't think I was strong enough or my marriage was strong enough to handle what I was feeling and how I was thinking. And so I get it. But now I know you don't, you know, you don't have to talk, but you do have to breathe. Right. You do have to get into the moment. Yeah. You do have to get outside now and then. Right. You do have to get off the damn phone. Yeah, and someone needs to tell me that more often because this thing is attached to me like a like it's a piece of my bone or something like that i don't know but yeah you know we all are but but those don't help us process emotions those help us conduct business communicate put our you know brand out in the world or whatever yeah. does it help me process my emotions hell no if anything it blocks them yeah that's definitely true that's definitely true just setting time aside uh, my brother my brother is really good about that and he's been talking to me about it it's just like setting time aside to just kind of allow your mind to be free and to just kind of uh, embrace 
the thoughts that are flowing and just kind of take a thought, let it go, take a thought, let it go and just embrace that. It's something that I really need to, I'm learning. I'm really not good at it because I have a thousand thoughts flowing all the time, but he's like, you got to get to a point where you're just more mindful and you're just more like you give your mind some a break because our minds kind of can be like a computer chip. You got to clear it out sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely a good point. Uh, something you said earlier that I think um, would just be a, a little bit good to dive into. We say this on the channel, which is like generosity is greater than greed. And one of the ideas that that came out of is just the idea of like, if we are holding onto stuff and we're grabbing onto it, we won't be able to free ourselves to do other things. And so I was just going to ask you, what role do you think that giving and being generous and just being more open with yourself actually plays into us being able to uh, better understand our emotions and better not deal with maybe going, getting anxious about everything? I think it does play a role for sure. I I don't I think we have to expand that that you yeah. don't always have to give monetarily yeah. with money that you can give with your time, you yeah. can give with your you can give with your encouragement, you can give with your love and um you know and so I mean I was just on a podcast with somebody yesterday. He's from he's in India and um he asked me, he said, can I talk to you after the podcast for a few minutes? And, and I said, yeah, sure. And he's written a book and he's, I said, well, what's the name of the book? And he told me, and I was like, Oh God, that's not gonna, that's not gonna do well. And, uh, (laughs) I gave him a new title and it was freaking awesome. And I just thought to myself, damn, that title's going to do good. I, I, (laughs) and, uh, and he was so grateful, you know, and I just thought, I just knew, I mean, I won't always butt in because I do believe, you know, let people be on their journey unless they ask, you know, and I'm not a big fan of telling people what to do. Um, but he asked, right. And he so appreciated it. So, you know, your wisdom, you know, if you have a little wisdom about something, I think that's can be very generous or your story that you tell someone yeah. or even just don't you feel this just listening to someone without judging them that's, is that's, that's a powerful one that is very right? powerful don't you find that without judging or shaming there's so much darn shaming going on right now yeah. it's beyond and i'm i and so really just letting and also letting people do what feels right for them can be one of the kindest, most generous thing you can do. What feels right for you. And you just trust that because what you're doing is you're giving them the gift of believing and trusting their own feelings. And that's a gift. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah, That's, that's powerful. That's powerful. Like actually like I mean, especially for somebody like me, I'm I'm type of I'm the type of person that likes to be in control of things and likes to be like on top of everything. But yeah, just what you said hits is like allowing people to actually do their own thing and letting them process the information the way they can process it and take uh take it over as the way they can take it over. That's actually that's like speaking to me myself right now. I'm, I, and that's why I wanted you on the show. It's like I'm learning so much of just like the idea of of just 
being mindful in the practices and some of the things that I do on a daily basis. So I definitely appreciate it. I appreciate that for sure, for sure. But uh, to close it out, I just wanted to give you the last word. Is there anything else that you want to uh, share with everybody before we uh, head on out of here? have a slogan that I say I have a podcast I have a radio show don't ask me why I have both but I do but <laughs> but it just kind of happened because when you when you when you process your emotions they will opportunities will come your way and then you get a choice right and so I my my slogan is that your emotions matter processing them matters more and that's what I'd like to leave everyone with awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ariana, for coming Thank on the you. show. I appreciate you coming on here. I learned so much from everything that you spoke about, especially for, I know for myself, one of the key things that I just learned is one, just to allow myself to let things flow and then also allow other people to process their emotions and use the time that they have to process their stuff rather than me being like, do it now type of thing. And just to give them their space as they need it. So uh, yeah. Thank you so much, guys, Welcome. guys, go check out her, uh, her podcast, go check out her radio show. I'm gonna put a link down in the show notes. And it's going to be down there in the description for you to go check all her stuff out. Her book, the emotional detox and emotional detox of anxiety is going to be linked down there as well. So go check all that stuff out. But once again, I just want to say thank you for your time, guys, I hope you learned one, maybe two things out of this entire podcast. If you did, let me know. Hit me up on any of the social medias that you know me on. But I'm going to catch you all up on the, ne on the next one. It's been your boy, Kalechi. And remember, generosity is always greater than greed. God bless each and every single one of y'all. And I'm out. Peace.